Welcome to Adventures Reads. Earlier this year, we asked women and people who menstruate to share their stories about living with PCOS. The next voice you will hear is from a brave woman who opened up about this condition that remains largely misunderstood. Hello, um, my name is Rosemary and uh, for this I'd like to not remain anonymous, reason being that I believe that there are other people who go through this thing and some do not understand it, some do. But for me, I really struggled with it before I came to accept it and I'd like to use this to encourage other people, other women out there that you're not alone, that you can get through this. There's research being done every now and then about it and you can conquer whatever issues, whatever health issues that you're... Um, before I was diagnosed or before I came to know that I had PCOS or PCOD, um, it started off with heavy flowing where it would last for months. Like I would start on this week and it continued, it continued, it continued until I counted and it had gotten to a month and my flow is still continuing. Even if it's spotting, you can, you can notice that you're still bleeding. So at that time I was 17, I just left high school. And uh, once I told my mom about it, she took me to a gynecologist and that is when I got diagnosed. So for me, honestly, the moment was confusing because I did not understand who a gynecologist is in the first place for me to even understand what the diagnosis was all about. So that is when he got me on meds. And um, he, the gynecologist um, at the moment stated that he mentioned that it may bring some issues with my weight, um, insulin resistance in my body. He, may, he said that um, I might or I might not notice some changes. For example, facial hair or you losing your hair. Yeah, such conditions. Uh, but at the time, honestly, I did not understand or didn't put it into consideration because talking to my mom, there's no one else in the family that I knew at the time who had any issues, especially this issue. So I just took it upon myself to start on the meds. And he recommended oral contraceptives, of which I took them for a while. But I realized um, it would make a mistake and not take a pill for the next month. I would start, uh, my flow would start and would, the same mess that I was where you, you continue, you're continuously on your messes in a rude behavior. So that is how it was at that time. Uh, but after a few months of taking meds and not noticing any changes, um, my aunt recommended that I change gynecologist. That's when I went to Nairobi. So on meeting the other gyno, um, we started off with tests all over again just to confirm. So that is when uh, I had uh, ultrasounds done and they confirmed that there are cysts in my body of which measurements were taken. And from the uh, from the test, you'd notice that my ovaries were were swollen because of the cysts in them. Uh, this is because your eggs are not being released. Basically, I, I have not been ovulating. Let me just say that. Even if I'm on uh, oral contraceptives to date, that is the reality of the story. So, um, so we started all the whole cycle again. Um, uh, meds but this time around this new gynecologist request re recommended that i start using um metformin and 
I'm sorry, I can't remember the other, the other meds that she recommended, but if you read about them, uh, they're mostly taken by diabetes, type 1 diabetes patients, and this he recommended to help with my insulin level. So for this, I've been, I, I, I have been on them for five years. I took a break from them for a while after I assumed that I was okay, but clearly I wasn't. Then I got back to them last year. So during those five years, to be honest, it had been rough because my understanding at the time was that if I continuously continued, sorry, if I continue taking my meds religiously, at the end, this disease will have disappeared. My insulin levels will be okay. At that time, I was working out. I was doing everything that I can. I was watching my diet. I was taking my meds. I was uh, on oral contraceptives. So uh, if you're on contraceptives, you know that after, after you're done taking your pills, uh, you get your menses and... Uh, you you tend to think that the regulars you tend to think that your hormones have regulars but this is when i discovered that mine wasn't my hormones hasn't hadn't uh regulars themselves so if i stopped taking the pills i don't get my menses unlike the unlike before so this is what i noticed the whole of last year i decided not to take my pills in the assumption that um, uh, my hormones, my body already knows when it's supposed to have its periods. Unfortunately, that is not what happened. I did not get my message for the whole of last year until I got on pills again. So for those five years, it was honestly rough. Reason being, um, new conditions continued popping up as I was taking my meds, as sometimes you're getting your regular bleeding in between uh, your meds, in between your months, so it got to a point where um, I got a demiosis. And this time around, uh, I used to get unusual bleeding. I'd, not, I'd notice that uh, sometimes when you're having sex, I'd notice that I'm bleeding. And this is not just, uh, it's not you being on your messes. It's just your body acting out. At that time, I didn't know what it was until I went to get a scan. Then it's when I was told that the walls that hold your ovary, uh, sorry, hold your uterus in place are actually breaking apart. And since you've been bleeding for a while, some growths have also developed. And this can be seen on the scan. And if the growths aren't acted upon, they'll continue growing to the point that you'll notice them uh, sticking out of your vagina. So that is when uh, we had to book surgery and they had to be cut off. And I mean, the whole thing has just been confusing, honestly, uh, especially with new developments. You have to learn to be patient. And for me, it took a while before I accepted that this is how my body is because I felt like my body betrayed me, especially after I stopped taking pills, assuming that my body, my hormones had regularized. And for a moment, I honestly hated the whole thing because this is not this is not how I know other women's body is, you know. And I felt betrayed. So the moment I, I really, I, I really felt broken um, was after I went to have a fertility test done. I had one, I had, sorry, I had two tests done. That one showed that my one tube was blocked. And for the tube that was not blocked, the over, I, I don't know what to call them, but the, the such, the, the part that holds your ovary in place, that 
it, it's supposed to be open so that if the egg is released it can flow directly to the fallopian tube so on the part on the fallopian tube that was open the opening to the ovary was blocked so yeah that is when i felt you know i'm done i'm tired i've been trying to do my best for my body i've been eating well i've been exercising i've been taking my meds i have done everything right and my body still does not want to do this. And the worst part is is feeling alone because you do not ha- know how to explain this to someone else. Explaining it to other people, they won't understand. And even if they claim to understand, they really don't get the emotions that you're facing. For example, um, if I tell someone that the rashes on my face, they're always recommending things to use. The rashes on my face are hormonal. I have done everything to try and curb it, but they're always there. If I tell someone that my hair does not grow, it's not that I have bald patches. It's 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 not me. It's <laughs> it's not the products that I use that are are, work, are not working out for me. I'm really doing everything that I can, but this this is not something that I can control right now. And for me, it has brought a whole feeling of loneliness when it comes to discussing that part of my health issues because not everyone really understands. You'd explain it to your partner, but Maybe they can see the pain that you're feeling, but they wouldn't really understand exactly what you're going through. But for me to date, I've been doing my best. I'm working out. I'm eating well. I have been taking life positively in a way that whatever happens health-wise, that I'm able to accept it so that I'm able to make better better decisions for myself. But what I would want to encourage people is if you can get a gynecologist who you're able to talk to or ask questions to, please do your best. Do do what you have to do. Um, if you're able to talk to family members or friends who you know maybe have faced this or have gone through this, please talk to them. Let them encourage you. Have them, I don't know, have them close to you in a way that you're, you're open talking to them about whatever you're facing because if they've gone through it, even if it's not the same experience, you're able to have someone who, you can talk to someone who you can be open about. And having PCOS, you're usually told that it's not a condition that ends. PCOS is a condition that you have to learn how to manage it. You have to know how your body works. You have to know what works for you. If it's contraceptives, if it's meds, you really have to know what works for you. So I, I would like to encourage people to just learn to accept their bodies, learn to accept this however difficult it is, because that is how you learn to manage it. We do not have to hate our bodies because of something that we cannot control, but we can learn how to love it and to make decisions that are going to help us in the long run. Hello, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much for showing that interest on PCOS. Um, It's not... um, an unusual conversation or topic in our African context. Even in our world, people don't really like talking about reproductive health challenges. Thank you so much for sort of creating a voice for us. So my journey with PCOS officially started in 2015, though I think I've had it. I have had it since my teenage years because I remember I used to have irregular menses when I was um, in high school. 
but I never was keen about it. And I think I also got it from my grandma, and she's in her 70s, so it's been, PCOS is something that has been around for so many years. So, yeah. Um, uh, so in 2015 um, is when I decided to seek a gynecologist that is sometime, I think sometime in January or in March because um, I was having irregular menses and I was getting wild. So I went to see a gynecologist and they put me in the pills for three months um, to regulate the menses. And once I was off the pill, I became irregular again. And towards the end of the year, I realized that I'd gained so much weight, over 20 kgs, and that was so unlikely because my, uh, my normal body weight would be between, be between 65 kgs to 70 kgs. So me adding an additional 20, like that was too much and there was something alarming and still my menses were irregular and I was getting horrible cramps um, once my periods now came after like six or seven months of not being there. So the cramps will be horrible and will bleed. There's a time I bled for like seven weeks straight and it was quite alarming. So I saw a gynecologist and based on my symptoms, they suspected PCOS, but they needed to confirm this by doing an ultrasound also doing a hormonal profile test. So the scan confirmed that I had cysts on my ovaries and the profile the hormonal profile also showed that I had an imbalance. So based on that I was put on the pill again. Um, <clears throat> but once I was off the pill and just went back to being irregular. Um, so I decided to just um, take the pills for a while to just make uh, my menses regular so that uh, I don't bleed too much when they come after disappearing for so many months. But there's a time in 2016, February, when uh, I had to go to theater. Um, the doctor, the gynecologist suspected that I had a fibroid outside my uterus and um, asked for uh, emergency surgery, but during the surgery, they didn't find the hybrid. So the gynecologist took advantage of the situation and punctured my cysts, um, which was quite wrong because he didn't seek my consent because that's a delicate procedure. He, would, he could have easily have damaged my ovaries by mistake. So, um, well, I never sued him, but I realized much later, after many years, that that was actually wrong. He should have sought my consent, but because I was unconscious in theater, that's why he just uh, made that decision on his own. He didn't even consult uh, the next of kin or something of the sort, but it's okay. All is forgiven. Yeah, so. After the surgery, the gynecologist said at least it will take like a year before the cysts grow back or they can not grow back entirely. But within less than six months, the cysts grow back. And I went back to now still uh, 
dealing with beach money, weight skin and regular menses and all that. So uh, that's been my journey uh, since 2015, just constant uh, weight gain irregular menses. And I remember last year I was at my heaviest, I was 127 kilograms. And I, my self-esteem went really, um, was really, really down. So I decided to work on my weight, go on a diet, and um, uh, go to the gym. And so far, I'm down to 97 kgs, and my self-esteem has really, really gone up. And I feel nice about myself. But my pants is still not regular, but hopefully one day they'll be able to regulate themselves naturally. But with PCOS, because the fear has been not being, not being able to conceive, or if I conceive, not being able to carry a pregnancy to full term, but I'm hopeful that I will one day. And another big toll that this uh, big uh, effect of this year certainly is my mental health of being in and out of depression and anxiety and I have to be on antidepressants and see a therapist from time to time and I also get bad insomnia which takes sleeping pills so this year has really affects our mental health which is not good but we have to fight to stay sane and to stay happy for the sake of ourselves and the people around us. And uh, one thing about PCS that I've learned is that people who don't have PCS can't really have what it is you go through in this journey. They will say they understand, but no, they do not. The only person who will understand is a fellow sister. So I feel like it's important when you you you've been diagnosed with PCOS, look for a support system, look for people who have the same condition, who will encourage you, will tell you, hey, listen, I've been in your shoe, I know how you feel, I will work with you, I will support you, I will cry with you, I will laugh with you, and all will be well in the end. So people just need that encouragement and just that familiarity, so to just know that they're not alone. So that's been my journey with that's right. So once again, thank you for this opportunity, and we continue creating a place for us, sisters. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Adventures Reads.